before the bloodbath begins, slither your way to the host's socials for the podcast slash Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast, Instagram at the Baron's Hideout underscore podcast, to stab to Aaron's accounts, Twitter at double AA row three, and Instagram at double AA row. Find the podcasts on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the slaying and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which the learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barracks. Welcome. I'm your host Dustin. I'm your co-host Aaron. And today we are joined by Paul Owens. Um, he has um, some documentaries, uh, directorial, editorial, and as well as camera work underneath his belt. He has also done works in the 2009 movie Precious. Hopefully that's right. Hopefully IMDb is not lying to me on that one. Um, and our discussion today is to discuss essentially his breakout movie, Landlocked, uh, that was uh, where Aaron and I saw it at Salem Horror Fest last year. And it's also still going around all the festival circuits. Um, he was also granted an apprenticeship at the um, George A. Romero Foundation under Jacob Wipes director, Travis Stevens. Um, and for those who are attending the, um, I, I don't know if I'm going to, I always say it wrong, Chitanga Film Festival? Chitanga? What's the, what's the other one you're going to? I always say it wrong. Chattanooga? Yeah, that's Chattanooga. the one. I, I'm awful with like saying things that are so complicated. You know, it's not. Um, mm-hmm. And Landlocked, his film, will be there this month. Paul, how have you been? Oh, not bad. Pretty good. Good. How was um, Festival Life uh, treating you up there? Um, I mean, it's great because people get to see the movie and they have vastly different reactions, which is fascinating and perplexing sometimes and but overall it feels feels really good to have people just to have people watch it is kind of an honor so yeah like um like we were saying before this aaron and i were really blown away by uh your movie um i wasn't sure what to expect going into it because like you read what it says how it's like you know um, someone's going to their old home before it gets demolished and he finds videotapes and then he starts like you know recording everything and it's it's a ride. Um, it's a bit of a slow burn that some people say, but I think it's kind of evened out throughout the whole thing. It has like its own own pacing, um, and it's cool with some of the stuff that you did because it's all your actual like home videotapes, which mm. is something uh, directors or anybody who's making films doesn't really do. So I was kind of curious as to what brought you. Um, into wanting to um, do a movie surrounding your home videotapes. Jeez, such a big one. God. Okay. Um, <laughs> go big or go home, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I'd been away from home for years and I moved back home. I guess that was kind of the origin of it was, you know, coming back after years away and um, just, um, I don't know, it was so surreal and just, 
it was a crazy time. And I just was like, I need to make a movie about these feelings that I'm having right now. And similar to the guy in the, in the movie, I'm kind of going through boxes and looking all over the place and going in my own, sleeping in my old bed and all that kind of stuff. And I found all the old videotapes and I was just watching them and it was just sort of mind blowing seeing them all again. And I, I feel like when I, when I left home, I kind of like, was like, okay, that was my old self. Now I'm going to like, yeah. Reinvent, reinvent myself. And I'm like some film dude now. Um, and then coming back, I was like, damn, even I forgot who I was. Jesus. Um, and I was like, I got to use these somehow. And at first it was just going to be like a scene where he just watches them, you know, and just like reminisces or something. Um, but then, you know, kind of just being in that space, I would watch the movies and then go out and walk around in the backyard. And, you know, in the video, you see like the pool and we're all playing and having a fun time. And then it's, you know, not there anymore, just been yeah. ripped right out. And like the old clubhouse that we used to like hang out in and as kids and just was falling over. So that's it was yeah. very hard. <laughs> that must have been super hard to, you know, go through that because I have like home videos. I I would think imagine everybody has some sort of home videos, but sure. like you were saying that you were you were kind of um going from uh from house to house. That's all another thing I think I was reading that you kind of lived in a, a bunch of other um places throughout your life and then going back to something that happened like years and years ago and then finding all these tapes that you forgot about i would i wouldn't know what to do i would make sure i take all these or should i do what you do and just like make a movie about it that's that's nuts because um i think uh my mom i think converted all of her home tapes to dvd now um but in your case like they were just kind of sitting there right like nobody was doing anything with them they were just lost mm-hmm. and forgotten yeah pretty much um yeah it seemed like such an obvious idea once you start to to think about it you're like someone must have done this like this this has to be so far i haven't seen a movie that has does it has has done it but it yeah i'm like somewhere out there there's got to be someone that has has had the same idea because it just seems so obvious but um no, yeah. not that we've seen either so <laughs> You're definitely okay. doing something different and also you know getting that apprenticeship too is is awesome um that's another question i wanted to uh to ask actually i think aaron if you want to ask that one i think i gave that one to you was um how the apprenticeship was yeah so like when you initially like received the apprenticeship like what, what was your reaction like like what feelings were you having at the time uh, I think I was just like, oh, what the fuck? Because, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know if, I mean, I liked the movie. That was really the first weekend I'd really shown the movie to outsiders. So mm-hmm. I I knew that I liked it, but yeah, yeah I guess the reaction was re- like, like feedback yet. Uh, on like rough cuts or just like, yeah, this is not quite finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and the final cut, really just me and a couple people involved in the movie by that point. So just seeing people respond to it i was like shit maybe it is good i don't know um but uh yeah that was equally shocking getting that um but it was amazing actually we already had uh we had our last one a couple weeks ago uh because it was like three sessions but yeah it was great he uh looked at the new script even and like gave some great feedback and that's awesome yeah it's great i'm happy for you because there was a, a couple of other films and people who received that and to see a movie like the one that you made where it's so different and way out there 
but so close to home, you know, yeah. with like everybody. Everybody can relate to this, and it's really cool that you are able to. Just kind of everybody. Yeah. Nostalgia feeling you. Know? <laughs> yeah, and also being put underneath um, Travis Stevens, like Jacob's wife. That's a that's a killer movie. So, have you done any uh, yeah. any work with him yet? Have you guys like spoken like face to face yet? Not face to face. We did it all over Zoom. Um, he's working on, or oh, maybe I shouldn't name. I forgot. <laughs> uh, he's doing stuff, doing yep. um, <laughs> But uh, I mean, that'd be great. Um, we just kind of left it off as like, if I, you know, if I'm in LA, I would love to grab a drink and, you know. But yeah, I, I wish I'd talked to him before I shot the movie, to be honest. And just before I went through this whole film festival process and everything, I feel like, I feel like I learned a lot. So. No, lessons learned you know you, yeah, you, you grow <laughs> next time definitely and um i'm gonna i'm gonna be attending the uh the new fest that you're, you're going into because i want to see this movie again and uh, there's a bunch of other really cool movies that are going to be there and some other ones i think are also at salem horror fest are going to be there so you're kind of still in the same vein of like all these other directors and filmmakers um mm-hmm. that were in previous festivals so it's really cool that must be somewhat comforting for you knowing that you are you know, in the same area as other ones. Yeah, it feels like a graduating class, you know, and it's just sort of like, <laughs> oh, I know that guy. Yeah, we went to high school together. Um, yeah, it does feel like we're in kind of the same class. Um, kind of interesting to see like the movies pop up or like what what will eventually happen will be interesting with all of them. So, but yeah, it was a great festival. I mean, there was a couple that I saw that were like, damn, it's really good. Pretty impressive, yeah. Um, another thing too is... Um, your whole family did act in this correct like it's it's all mm-hmm. like your actual family so that's another thing that's doesn't really happen a lot in films um was there any like you know having to twist arms to get them to do any sort of scenes or anything like that was it mm-hmm. all pretty natural <laughs> i mean they were all excited at the start <laughs> <laughs> and then um eventually when you realize how long it takes to make this stuff where it's just like yeah we need to do it from this angle and that angle and you do that five times and they're just like i gotta go to work paul like come on <laughs> I don't, I need, and it's just like ah one more take one more take so i mean it was constantly like trying to keep them happy to just to kind of get get the scene and then it's like okay you can go home now see you later um so yeah i don't think they fully grasped that it was going to be that much work <laughs> yeah so i you know we'll see what happens next time maybe i can get maybe enough time will pass that they'll forget and i can get them back again yeah i was, I was gonna ask do you want to do more work with them because that would be interesting keep it all yeah, in the family yeah i mean um all my college films um i mean i kind of moved into documentary after college but all yeah. my college stuff had my family members and there's definitely a line like um a through line with uh the main guy mason my brother who's kind of has been acting since he was well um yeah as a like a little kid he was a great kid actor and i was like i had no idea i was just like uh mason can you just help me out and just like you know you're you're gonna do this and he's like okay and then looking through the viewfinder like all those years ago i was like this guy is he's a pretty good actor actually yeah he is great keep this guy happy you know (laughs) yeah he's great yeah yeah i like him a lot you uh, film the movie with the same camera, it's the same type of camera as in the movie, or you mean the VHS? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it wasn't. We tried. We still had the camera, but as soon as we started to use it, it basically started to fall apart. Nah. Uh, of course. Like, uh... I would have added like a nice authentic touch to it. <laughs> I know that would have been good. So we ended up getting something a little more generic, 
Um, but it worked. Yeah, yeah. it worked. Now, going like from festival to festival, you probably see a shit ton of different reactions, as you were saying earlier. Is there any that like stick out to you, or? Uh, I mean, as you stop looking at the bad ones. That's pretty. <laughs> really fast. Definitely like ah, fuck that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, mostly yeah. At this point, I remember the good ones. Um, yeah, uh, can't remember. I mean. The write up they did in Fangoria was like amazing. That oh like, yeah, I was gonna ask you about that one too. I just cry read that. and that was great. Yeah, you know, um, it's like a dream come true right there. Getting getting your yeah, own little yeah. page in Fangoria. Yeah, even just have some, just having people watch it is a dream come true. But you know, as time goes on, you like want more, and it's like oh Fangoria, okay, take cool. standards higher. Yeah, <laughs> you just like get insatiable about it. And it's like yeah, get more and more. And I don't know if that's a good thing, but it happens. <laughs> it's always good to reach you know reach for more i always say any kind of feedback is good feedback too so and uh especially in your case from going from festival to festival kind of gauging what people are liking more and what they're not liking more so you can when your next film um whenever that uh, you get to that kind of point you can kind of you know gauge upon like what you've been seeing and god how many festivals have you done at, at least like what like five Maybe oh more. god jesus there's been a bunch um oh god close to 10 maybe i don't know wow it, it all is kind of starting to blur it all together you know? <laughs> it's, i'm actually kind of amazed that it's it's still in the the festival circuit that um nobody has came to be like hey i want to get you on like this so-and-so streaming service like shutter like you should reach out to them and be like hey want to get me on there because this i think would go really well on shutter in my opinion i agree i agree yeah Shutter. Yeah, um, uh, we actually um, have some good friends from uh, uh, a movie, um, Death Drop Gorgeous, and they just said they just emailed, and they were like, yeah, let's get you on. So I was like, okay, that's awesome. So, Paul, maybe you should do that. Just email and be like, hey. Just email? Is that all it takes? I I guess so. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But uh, so it's good that you're kind of getting both uh, negative and positive feedback. I feel like if you were just getting – Getting all negative or just all f- or all positive, you'd you'd be a little confused. Um, I think it even... all kind of evens out in the end, though. Really, yeah. Because like, there's stuff where it's like someone's like pacing's too slow, and someone's like just right, and it's like yeah. Ultimately, you have to just be like, well, this is what I love, and you I know thought the pacing was great in this film. To be honest, I really did. Yeah. And um, also with you using like the actual house before it was know demolished is also really cool a lot of other like I'm, i keep saying like other directors and stuff because like nobody nobody is doing this you are you're, you're starting a whole new like subgenre of of film over here of just going back to your old childhood and just filming whatever is there and i like it <laughs> um it's fun yeah so i'm still sort of obsessed with it so, How many weeks or or months did you have to to film this before it was completely uh, gone? Oh, I mean, the house still exists. It does. Oh, wow. That is, um, it sort of comes from real life though, because everyone's always talking about, ah, we should tear it down, and now it's falling apart. So, I mean, that that idea comes from real life that people want. It's like, ah, we should, you know, really take care of this or tear it down or build mm-hmm. something new there. So that idea is there, but 
Um, so far, it's still standing. I think just because everyone's too lazy to do it, or I don't know, whatever. You still so, live near I'm your glad. old house, or? Um, well, I'm out in California now. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's over in Jersey, so I don't get to make it there too often, actually. So. Do you plan on like um getting like DVDs or even like putting it out on VHS tape or anything like that <sighs> at some point, or? Yeah, yeah, I actually do want to do a VHS version at some point. Oh, yes, but... please. <laughs> oh, I've been collecting so many, so yes, please, please. Yeah, at least sell one then. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I mostly just want people to see it. and Yeah, that's good, though. Yeah, just have it be available. Be it's good to go to the festivals for that because you are getting a lot of eyes on it. And um, I think that the next fest you're doing, I think, is also virtual. So it'll be even more people than it just being there in person. Which is which is awesome. Um, so for the creature design, whose idea was it to make it so weird <laughs> and and crazy? Like what what was it a memory or something from like a childhood? Was it something that you were um, bringing back that I don't know? Maybe you thought of as a kid. You know how kids have like these crazy thoughts of like, hey, the, I like this um, um, invisible friend or whatever it is. Was it something that was um, derived from your own memory or was it something else yeah i think it's just a weird childhood memory of just walking around the house at night or in the early morning when it's dark and just always being afraid that i'll turn a corner and there'll just be a dark shape just someone in the house that's not supposed to be there and i don't know just i think it's just like growing up in the country and maybe just like Charles Manson maybe got in my dream yeah. at some point. Just yeah, just that idea. Just like we're just like someone could just walk in here, do whatever they wanted. I think was always just like a weird childhood fear. And so when I was writing the movie, I got to halfway and I was like, "What's gonna happen next?" And then I just like my mind would just like, "Well, you're in your childhood home. What what would happen next?" And that just seemed like terrifying to me. So oh, it definitely is terrifying. Yeah, just a dark, dark, dark shape. Um, and also with it like at the end how reality really gets warped and you know, and everything's like you know all decrepit and like more than it was already and like, things are growing everywhere I just love the direction how the the whole ending in this film goes because you're like what is what's going on right now and then you know everything kind of starts getting put together and then more of like the old videotapes and what's happening now like really start morphing together which I think is also a really whole thing uh that you're doing and if you do do more films like this i'm all for it you mean with vhs or just these um yeah vhs (laughs) or just anything with like the whole like warping of like different um times of people's lives and like making it Mm -hmm. all like one reality that would be that'd be awesome this is like i said it's a new (laughs) a new uh subgenre over here of film or horror um and i'm i'm in love with it uh even the poster that you have for it or like the, the little drawing you have, I think really yeah. sums up the whole film too. Cause you're like, what am I looking at right now? And that's really what the film is, but it's in a good way, not a bad way at all. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie since like, you know, last year at the festival, but what's the meaning like behind the bees? <laughs> what? The, the bees <laughs> or the wasps or hornets or, Oh, you want meanings? Um, <laughs> like, is there a personal, I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, I mean, just growing up, there was always so many insects around. There, was, there would always be 
a bee in the window, sort of like trying to get out, you know, how they kind of like tap on the glass, like mm -hmm. trying to get out. And that seemed to just, there seemed to be a new one every day, sort of. And um, I don't know, it just seemed like if I was going to go back and make a movie about being at home, that it had to be a part of it, just yeah. like little details. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's other stuff that no one would ever notice. Like there's a part where I'm tying my shoes in the movie and it's just, the spot in the house where everyone tied their shoes at just a little <laughs> seat there that everyone and i don't know just little things like that, that yeah kind of just put you into the movie you know like your touch on it yeah yeah just to make me happy you know? just, <laughs> that's just good though at, at the end that's what matt is you know if you're happy with the yeah yeah product, exactly then... oh, yeah. oh yeah um one other thing i was curious about too was since you were working kind of like minor, um, I guess, roles with like, you know, editing or doing camera work on all these other films, like documentaries, like you were saying, how was the jump from doing that to doing your own film, knowing that you are in full control of everything when before you were kind of, um, you know, in a line of workers? Hmm. You know, I've been lucky. I never felt like I was in a line of workers. You know, well, that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> I always, I mean, this was definitely more control than I've ever had because no one could tell me no. Um, and there's definitely been instances where people are like, uh, you know, can't do that. Or can you take this out or, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. it was great to not have anyone and just be able to do whatever the hell I wanted. That felt good. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I've been really lucky. I've gotten to make a lot of stuff and have a lot of control and it's been a lot of fun. So this just felt like a different extension of that, you know, got to flex different kinds of muscles and I kind of approached it in very similar ways to documentary stuff. So it wasn't really that different, except yeah, you the, can feel that definitely the whole documentary yeah. feel. The only, the only great part was you get to do more than one take because the documentary, it's like, well, that happened and we got this. And then it's like, now it's like, Oh, we can do another take. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to that. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Anyway. And, um, I look forward to all the other projects that you are probably cooking up in your brain right now um, and just seeing how crazy you can get. Uh, <laughs> um, so was there anything other than your childhood memories um, that inspired you to want to do Landlock? Was there a certain film that you were trying to, I'm not going to say like replicate or anything because everybody has inspired by, yeah, everybody has like the influences and everything, but was there anything particular that you were um, channeling in this film other than your childhood memories? Jesus. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, I always loved back to the future too. <laughs> Same. And you know, I, it's weird, but I sort of see this as like the art house back to the future too. Okay. Um, that's interesting. And I don't know how, I, I don't think that's accurate at all, but in my weird mind, that's sort of like what he was kind of going to be. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it's uh really, it's, I don't try to watch or be influenced by too much stuff. And I feel like I'm really out of it in terms of what's happening, even in horror these days. And so is like all over the place um nowadays we got everything and you know example like your film like that's something completely different so i guess it's a good thing that you're not really paying too much of attention of what's going on with horror um because you're creating something really new and fresh 
and uh that's kind of like what we need in any kind of genre of film is keeping things fresh and um original yeah like you're 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 pushing boundaries that i don't think boundaries have been pushed before in any kind of film doing the whole um i mean like you're, you're saying back to the future like yeah but this is like obviously way more personal uh you have a lot of of, of you in it a lot of your family in it obviously and um it's just really cool to see that um, there are filmmakers out there that are doing something new and different. And passionate. Yeah, and they're not just rehashing the same thing just to get a buck, you know? Because I feel like that's what a lot of movies have been lately is um, it's kind of redoing things or just copying, mm-hmm. like, you know, scene by scene just because they know they can make a, a buck out of it. So seeing the passion that you have uh, behind landlocked and uh, your your family was involved and all, all these cool things they had going on with uh I, I guess you must have had like pretty limited resources to to do all this too and and you're doing time sensitive stuff with uh VHSs um kind of surprised that um for them to sitting there they were still working uh, cuz I have VHSs yeah. from like when I was a kid and they don't work anymore and um so that's also really cool to know that you had stuff that were um still uh, usable yeah it's just dumb luck really it's really just i got really lucky um but not to be cagey about your other answers about the inspirations and everything but because i do feel like it was more unconscious and mm-hmm. deliberately trying to figure out what all this stuff meant you know in a way where mm-hmm. i was like okay if i just make a movie about all this stuff then i'll hopefully get some answers for my own life and so really i wasn't trying to be like oh i'm gonna rip this thing off or be inspired by this or that it was really just, just like naturally. yeah it was more instinctual and just like okay like don't think too hard let's just like feel this out and Do it. and uh, yeah yeah not not be like okay here's the scene where we're gonna you know it's kind of be influenced by this and like i like uh, that yeah it wasn't really yeah. it's kind so, of just like whatever happens happens you know nothing nothing is forced so that's that's a good thing not forcing anything because um, that's like I said, that's like a, what's happening a lot nowadays. Is a lot of things I feel like they're being forced, and um, I'm glad to see it uh, be freshened up. But um, if we're gonna talk about horror, and um, you know, this is a horror podcast, and your movie is, oh. you know, <laughs> is horror. Just uh, kidding. I've you... been inspired by Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> do you have um, a favorite horror movie that? Um, if you were to go uh, watch it, like if it's a comfort movie or if it was like your first movie, um, what, what would you say is your, your favorite? Well, it, it's nice that it works out because I got the Romero thing and Night of, Night of the Living Dead was the pretty much the number one. Um, the first one I ever saw that I can like we for some reason we had an old VHS of it that uh, was just there. Like when we got, you know, the VCR, we had a couple tapes. And that was just there. I don't know where it came from. I don't know who would have even bought that. But mm-hmm. as like a five-year-old trying to watch that was like horrifying. And it took cool. me a long time. <laughs> yeah. It took me a long time to even get past the first like 10 minutes. To, oh, like, wow. Actually like finish the movie. But um, yeah, I think there's something about that that just like, to me, that is what a horror movie is. And just, I guess I was influenced by that because I feel like in my head, just like someone being holed up in a farmhouse while weird things are happening is like what a horror movie is so and it's both guerrilla sort of, filmmaking too like yours is like you're doing it all by yeah. yourself and that's exactly what 
George was doing back then with all of his buddies, you know, just going, raising all this money everywhere and doing it. So that that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I think there's <laughs> something about the wide shots, you know, just something mm-hmm. about those wide shots that unconsciously, unconsciously uh, <laughs> uh, influenced me a little bit there. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that one was a huge one. And yeah, there wasn't a whole lot after that. I feel like that was a big one. Yeah. Wow, with all the '80s stuff too, I'm surprised that you didn't want to pick anything from here. Because every time we asked, I was like, "It's an '80s film." No, but you're like, "No, Night of the Living you know, Dead," and that's a great one. My mom was pretty um, tough on like R-rated movies. Like, she would have never been okay with me watching a Friday the 13th. Like, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, like that that came way later. Um, so, yeah, there was a Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I couldn't watch those. Like, I couldn't watch any real '80s horror movies till like later. So, I don't really have that same nostalgia for them um, in a way. So, that's kind of a good thing, though, because everybody is like '80s. Like, we're '80s fans, so it's cool to see that there are people out there who reach out to the other, you know, eras of horror and um, appreciate them for what they are. And uh, I can. I can see that the influence that you have um, into Landlocked. I don't want to push it too hard for you saying that you don't have any influences, but yeah, definitely Night of the Living I'm Dead lying. and uh, Landlocked. Yeah, now that I realize. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, now, do you have um, a least favorite uh, horror movie that you've ever seen? Like, I'm never going to watch that again. Oh God, I, I definitely have a lot. <laughs> uh, what are yours? Give me one. Uh, one of mine, uh, I would have to say, what was the one that we just did? Mutilator. Uh, yeah, the Mutilator. Oh. Awful. Awful movie. I did not like that. Awful slasher. That. <laughs> huh. We're big slasher uh, fans over here, so oh, every yeah. time we get a, I get a bad one, but it's like, yep, never watching that again. <laughs> I mean, I, I became a fan of that genre later, you know. Kind of yeah, there you, go, there you go. There you go. Because I do love Friday the 13th, but I didn't even <laughs> see it until after I made Landlock, so... Um, Damn. I mean, I guess when I was watching all the Friday the 13th, I don't know. I don't know if I want to single out any movie because it's going to be <laughs> someone's favorite. But I know it gets shit on a lot, but I feel like part five was a letdown when I mm-hmm. was going through the whole series. And maybe if I went back and watched it again. But I just feel like those first four are just like so perfect to me. I agree on that. That uh, I almost wish they never made another after that. But uh yeah we were just talking about it the other day too it's like there's some series and franchises that just go on for like way too long and it's really just to make the money and we saw the new screen movie and it it shouldn't have been made to be honest it really really shouldn't have um but you know it is what it is uh people are gonna gonna keep making them and that's completely fine um so back to the festival circuits. Is there a festival that you want to attend that you haven't attended yet? Like, is there a dream one? If you got that one, you'd be like, yes, this is this is great. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the I'm kind of nearing the end, so I don't know what, what really to say. Um, um, I mean, I love where it played, and I feel like it all worked out, and I love the people that have been involved with those festivals like Nightstream and Salem Horror and, and all those have been great. And Chattanooga is going to be cool. Like I'm looking forward to that one a lot. So I don't know. I'm I'm thankful for the ones that have happened and, you know, I I think we're nearing the end. So I don't want to, I'm, I'm 
I'm ready to move on. I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm rooting for you to be to be picked up, man, because this really does need to be shown everywhere. I mean, the festivals is a, is a good thing, but for it to be like on a on a server somewhere or on like the big screen, like I would like to see this on, um, not like you know big big theaters because I do have like smaller theaters over here, like art house ones that are really good, and this would definitely you know fit in over there because this is a, mm. a, a bit a bit of an artsy horror movie, and um. Yeah, dude, I would I would love to see it in other places than just um, all the virtual fests and actually own a copy of it and just pop it in the TV whenever I want. So um, I'm yeah. really hoping yeah. you get there very soon. Yeah, that'd be great. Speaking of moving on, do you have anything that you plan on working on or are currently working on? Or Yeah, I mean, the main thing I do is documentaries and... Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working on one for the last seven years, so... Oh, wow. Ah, yeah. Um, here in San Francisco, there's a video game studio called Double Fine, mm-hmm. and um, they make... Their big ones have been, like, Psychonauts and Brutal Legend, and um, so the last seven years, I've been documenting um, Psychonauts 2, the sequel, and um, so that'll be coming out soon, and that's way too big it's like 20 hours long and it's really oh i love long long movies though (laughs) especially the documentaries great it's gonna be really good and um yeah it sort of documents the creation of a video game from beginning like the very very seeds of an idea to like the end when it's finally coming out and reviews and just you know tons of crazy stuff happened during the making and it's been dramatic and ah, crazy so that'll come out later this year and then I'm writing a new script right now, and I hope to jump onto that after. If um, might need to take a break. It's been it's yeah, been you've been doing of, these festivals, so I would imagine you need at least like a couple of months break and just be like, Whoa. chill out, decompress, go on a nice vacation somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> and then hopefully within that vacation, someone's like, hey, we're gonna get you a movie. Shutter, <laughs> please, please pick this up, please. As you would fit perfect there. They've already picked up a couple of um, Salem Horror Fest films, so um, that would be great to see you along there. Yeah, I'm not much of a pitch man, so it's like, you know, it's hard, it's hard for me to be like, hey, you know. Just have um, but, Travis Stevens do it for you. Just be like, hey, can you, can you help me, please? <laughs> I, I am finally making a trailer, though. So it took oh, me long, yes. but I can finally... I, mean, I was waiting for the good quotes that you put on top, you know? I, yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, so... I was waiting for those, and now I got those. I can stick them on top and make it look impressive. So, That's awesome. Come I can't soon. wait to see that launch. That will definitely get people's attention for sure. Yeah, it's um, a good one. It's a good trend. What's LA like compared oh, to San Francisco? Actually, oh, San Francisco. Sorry, why did I say bad? <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's California like or San Francisco like? Great, love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I miss Jersey a lot still. Um. But yeah, it's just so beautiful. It's hard to, it's inspiring. You know, I feel like just walking around to the ocean, Golden Gate Park, I feel like I just get so many ideas for movies. And well, there's my so head, nice. you know. Yeah, just like, you don't have that clears, really clears your mind. Yeah, yeah, you can really think, you know, <laughs> and just like get those good ideas going. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. And it's, it's all very crazy to you knowing that you went right into the festivals without really having I mean you had the film but you didn't really have any um, any promos or really anything to help back it I mean you have like the Instagram but you know you have a lot of clips and, and other stuff's on there but um, for you just going straight in head on was so bold and it's definitely working out 
in your favor, I feel. Because um, it, it's definitely one of my favorite movies of 2021. You would consider this a 2021 film, right? I guess so. I mean, that's when it... I don't know how they do that. Yeah. I, I'm always I confused by it when it's too. out officially. Like, I think whenever it goes up on streaming, that's when it's released. I don't know. I consider it 2021 because that's when I saw it and that's when it was premiering. We actually did yeah. um, a quick, I think, like 10 minute review of this too, right after we saw it. Um, oh, I listened. I listened. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, when yeah, I was, that was wasn't when that bad. experiencing every review before I got my first bag on. <laughs> Because at first there was all these great ones, and I was like, everyone loves this. Yes. And then there was like one that was like kind of in the middle, and I was like, oh god, my heart's broken now. Yeah, that's but, okay. Uh, They'll come around. <laughs> no, it's fine. It, it, it bugged me at first, but then um, just don't read them. Just, yeah, just, just ignore. It. Just don't even keep trucking. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Anymore. Really. Yeah. Um. So you moved. Now you are working with other festivals at Gar Foundation. Um, are they planning on doing anything to help you um, fund any uh, other films? Because that's another thing I'm really curious of, like, what the foundation does. I know that they go there to kind of, you know, help give guidance to other filmmakers that are going on. So do they do mainly that, or are they, you know, a little bit of everything to kind of get you in the right direction? I mean, it's mostly just been, you know, point me in the right direction i don't know if they do funding i mean i guess i should ask about that that'd be good but uh you know i think in in a sense i am trying to keep the budget so small that i can fund them myself um because landlock was only a couple thousand to make that so wow um i feel like if i can just keep the ideas simple enough mm-hmm. that i can i can keep keep a hold on the budget and 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 the most amount of control but We'll see. It might be good to have someone else with money just just for in case help. you need it. <laughs> yes, just in case. I don't know, but uh, I I do like the idea of just like trying to do it all myself because uh, I just feel like the movies come out way more personal and way more unique. And when you start getting other people involved as in major roles like that, then it starts to. I mean, maybe it's a better movie to someone else, but. Um, I do like the idea that it's just so personal that it's like, well, no one else really could have made this really. So I do like that. That makes it, makes it worthwhile. Are you going to uh, come back to visit Salem Horror Fest in April? Even if you're not getting it shown? Just to... I want to. I want to. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll be there. <laughs> I feel like I, I owe them. Yeah. Cause I was just like, ah, that was, yeah, this is one of the best weekends ever. Yeah. I was just like everything you would want after making a movie is pretty much happened where it's just like getting the wars like people watch it and coming up to you and telling you how much they liked it and stuff and it's just like yeah it was just so gratifying that uh it would probably be only disappointing to really go back so maybe i won't maybe i won't i would love to see you there k is great um it, and there's so many submissions too i mean it's like that for all the fests but salem horror fest was uh, a lot smaller last year um than it's going to be next year so for you to be picked out of these like thousands of submissions too, it must have felt really good. And uh, I don't yeah. know. Um, I would have been so surprised like if my film got picked in a festival out of like thousands of um, other submissions. I, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I knew so little about film festivals. I wish I had more knowledge back then, you know, to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 
but yeah, I've, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Yeah. Well, then uh, once you get that next film made, <laughs> you know what to do now. And uh, I'd love to see you at the Salem Horror Fest um, I would love anytime, to come even with yeah. your next film. Just come on over. I know Kay would love to have you. Um, okay. uh, I don't think I really have any other questions um, other than um, what Aaron already asked, if you had other things that were lined up. It seems like you have ideas like you're working on that documentary which is awesome i'll definitely be checking that out i do want to look at some of the other documentaries you have um on your imdb because i always like to go look at other people's um works before their their quote-unquote breakout um films whatever um so i'm very interested in that is there any uh last minute things that you would like to let everybody know about anything that you want to shout out or uh, talk about the fest that's coming up now or anything like that yeah i mean so landlocked it'll be part of chattanooga so that'll be fun that's later in june um it's gonna be playing in philadelphia i think june 10th is the date as part of philadelphia independent film festival um and yeah i guess if you're curious to check out other work uh reef from at the planet was like the first doc i did um first like feature from 2008 I think that one's fun i feel like that one holds up for me like i still get a kick out of that one uh and then the double find stuff um double find adventure was the first sort of big doc we did with those that was like a three-year game um from a couple years back and double fine well i don't know if i can say the name of it there's another doc coming out soon that'll be it, the next sort of phase and yeah, they're thematically, they're, it's not all that dissimilar. It's just different different formats, but they all are interested in time, memory, just all the stuff I like. That's awesome. Aaron, do you have any uh, any last-minute thoughts or anything that you want to ask Paul? Um, I got everything out there. All right. <laughs> this is a short one. Um, but, Paul, thank you for being on here. It was awesome yeah, to see you so film. It's fun, yeah. It's always um, fun to talk about it. Yeah. I'll definitely be watching your film again. Um, I will probably be putting this out. Um, I could put it out before June 10th, so everybody okay. can know know about that one. And also for the next fest that's happening and any other fests that you uh, got going on uh, down the line or whoever else wants to take you. So I hope everybody can uh, attend at least one of these festivals to watch your mind-blowing <laughs> film and um, really enjoy it and understand um you know what it is especially after listening to this and how personal it is i think it's always a, a cool thing to see filmmakers or you know actors uh, kind of get really personal with their work because like you were saying it always makes it way more um interesting for the viewer at least i think i, I love personal films and this is definitely one of them that uh, everybody needs to check out if you like that it's not your typical horror film it, it's gonna at first you're probably going to be like what am i watching but just know that that's a very good thing that's a really really good thing uh to, yeah. to have that thought because you I are mean, i will just i will just say with the personal stuff i mean it's i don't know how someone would make a movie because it is really really hard if it wasn't super personal in some way like mm-hmm. so i don't know how anyone would would do it if, if it wasn't you know that, that doesn't make any sense to me but um so to me, it seems like the only way to do it, the only way you would want to put so much time and effort because it took years to make the movie. So yeah, I definitely would have given up a long time ago. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't give up and we have this this product 
Okay. Talking right now about it. <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, we actually did want to get uh-huh. you on a while ago, but this year, these things have lined up so much better. And now that you have all these festivals under your belt, uh, I feel like it's a, a better time to have talked now than previous. I feel I'm better anyway. at talking about the movie now because I've had to answer these questions a bunch. So, like, I feel like I've got my answers down a little bit better because the yeah. first time anyone asked me, I was like, how did I come up with this idea? I don't really remember. Uh, <laughs> let me think of that. Um, so now it's, yeah, it's probably good to wait, wait a little while. Yeah. And uh, also let your family know that they did a, an amazing job. Anybody um, who, you know, was in this film that they did great. I think everybody was pulling, you know, their weight and it, nothing seemed weak in this film, which is another really good thing. Um, especially when people talk about indie films like this, I was like, Oh, like, this part right here is really, really weak. Uh, no, everything in this film is um it has its own pacing and it all works perfectly um when all the events start happening and you get to the end and just seeing how everything kind of unfolds it's it's a great ride uh thank you for making this awesome film that's some great hype right there wow i need to get you on the box (laughs) hey whatever man (laughs) go ahead you want to quote me go right ahead (laughs) i give you permission um but uh, thank you, Paul, for, for being yeah. on here. It was such thank a blast. You. I wish I had more questions, but um, once you get more films out, and uh, maybe when that documentary drops, we'll, we'll get you back on the show because you are now part of the family. So thank you, yeah. uh, thank you for doing this, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So this was the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I was your host, Dustin. I was your host, Aaron. And that was Paul <laughs> Owens, director of Landlocked. So thank you guys so much for uh, being here and listening. And... Go attend those festivals. Watch this film. You won't regret it. All right. Thank you, guys.